He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you, O oh Lord, you're with me. Your rod, your staff, they comfort me. You prepare the table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The earth is the Lord's and all its fullness, the world and those who dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart. Who has not lifted up his soul to an idol nor shall receive, nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and righteousness from God of his salvation. May the Lord add a rich blessing to the hearing and the reading of his word. As we now gather our hearts and our minds as we approach God's throne, and prayer for the family followed by the prayer we'll have the reading of the scripture by Elder Marvin Goodrich let us pray loving father our king ruler master of everything it is indeed a privilege and an honor to come before you on this solemn moment this day Asking your Holy Spirit to comfort and cover, keep, mold this family. We know, God, that you are a keeper and that you faileth not. So do what you do, creating us a clean heart and renew the right spirit within us. This we pray in Jesus' name. Let the people of God say amen and amen again. Good morning, family and friends. I read a quote in your hearing from Job chapter 19, verses 25 through 27. And the New Testament scripture is 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 through 18. For I know that my Redeemer liveth, and he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And though at the skin worms destroy my body, yet in my flesh shall I see God, 
for whom I shall seek for myself. Mine eyes shall behold him and not another, lest I be consumed. First Thessalonians chapter 4. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, voice of the archangel, trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, and we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. And verse 18 concludes by saying, Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. These is the word of the Lord. Can the church say amen? As the praise team or the choir makes their way to the platform, the Tabernacle of Praise, we want to welcome you to the house of God here at Tabernacle of Praise, where I am the senior pastor here, Pastor Jonathan B. Fields, Jr. For those that may not know, if you're in need of um, rest, a restroom is downstairs on our lower level. Um, we ask that you will um, govern yourself as we proceed um, with the program as prayer. Again, we want to welcome you to the house of the Lord, followed by our praise team. We'll have a, uh, opening remarks. I'll be back. Um, acknowledgments and condolences. There will be a special tribute, followed by another musical selection by the grandchildren. Bless the Lord. Oh, 
Come on now, let's put our hands together again. We're in his safety. It's good to know that we're in his safety. Come on, I wish I had a believing church in here. That we're in his safety. That when you put your trust in him, when these moments show up, which they will show up, you can rest assured that you're in the safety and the hands and the arms and the comfort in the presence of a risen king. Thank you so much, choir, for that beautiful selection. Safety. And safety. It's good to know that, that we serve a God that we can turn to in these crucial moments. A God that we can, we can call on we in the, in the midnight hours. That he's always there with a listening ear to hear and not just to hear us, but to answer and to come alongside of us and let us know that it's going to be all right, baby. That it's going to be okay. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. To be our reality is that only resonates to those that believe. See, when you don't understand the God that of this universe, it's hard to, to smile in the midst of pain. Let's just be real in here today as we pray for the Robinson family. I never really met uh, Booker T, amen, but just seeing his family and uh, Sister Robinson and the grandbabies, the members of this wonderful church, um, I can just see that love. You know, last night, um, you know, I'm actually trying to learn how to play the piano, and the truth of the matter is I've been at this task for quite some time. And last night, um, before I went to bed, I told my wife, I said, I didn't get my, my lessons in today. And I really felt bad if I would have laid down last night and at least put about 10 minutes on the, on the keyboard. And, and so last night I did just that. I, I put about 10 minutes in on the keyboard. And, and then it dawned on me that my phone was in the other room. So I went, Sister Robinson, to retrieve my phone to find a text from my sister who sent a picture of me at the piano on the day that my dad passed in the hospital sitting down just tinkering, just trying to make sense of it all. My dad, I just received this devastating news that dad is no longer with us. And it was at that moment when my sister sent me that text, I was like, oh, wow, God is, God is real. Um, and so I don't have any eloquent words to say to the family. I know it says in here um, remarks, um, opening remarks. But, but the reality is I don't have a whole lot to say to someone who just lost a giant. As I read the obituary, a golden heart. Dad, granddad was loved. Uh, he was cherished by family. And so I just want to just leave you with these words. Trust him in the midst of it all. It may not make sense right now, but when we fall asleep in the hands of Jesus, what we know is that one day he that shall come will come and will take us to that place not made with hands. I'm tired of these funerals and these gatherings, and I'm standing up here trying to find some, some powerful word that's going to move the family and help them through these dark ages, or these dark, dark times. There are no words, but there is a God that I can direct you to. So if you don't know him, 
I encourage you to get to know him. What better time to know him than at this time? To know that he is a keeper and that he will bring you through this. This too shall pass. It's not just words from my lips, but I believe that one day he that shall come will come and will not tarry. And all of our loved ones, your dad, your granddad, my dad, will one day be awakened. My dad, final words, and I'm going to take my seat as I talked with him on the phone and tried to get to Indianapolis from Minnesota because they was wanting to amputate his leg, but he was so against it. And I said, well, Dad, it's up to you. If you don't want the doctor to amputate, then the doctor will not amputate. I may not be there, but put him on the phone and let me have a word with him. And I told the doc, my dad said, do not. I talked back with my dad and shared some things with me. And his final words before he went into that surgery was, it's in the Lord's hands now. It's in the Lord's hands now. Family, it's in the Lord's hands now. As we move through our program today, I want to uh, we have um, our acknowledgments and condolences, which will be read by Sister Brenda Phillips of Sister Phipps. We'll then have a special tribute by Marvin, Elder Marvin Goodrich and grandchildren. And after that, there will be a musical selection from the grandchildren. Amen. Sister Brenda. Hello. Hello. Now, all of you all know me. You know, I know how I am. I had something planned for you, but I'm going to let that ride. So I'm just going to go with what I have that's written down. Uh, we had like a host of cards uh, and everything from different people. But since the, because of time, we're only going to read three of the cards, and then I'll read the, um, the condolence from the church. So the first one, it says, with deepest sympathy, on the love of your dad, love of your dad. Loving someone you love is never easy. It is through the memories we keep close to our hearts that we began to heal and find peace. And this is from, uh, says your sister, I guess it's KCL, KCL, with love, your sister KCL. Okay, we have uh, the second one is, we're so sorry for your loss. Okay, says, so Dear Cynthia, keeping you and your family in our hearts and thoughts at this difficult time. And this is from the Northside SDA Deaconess. Uh, take care of yourself. Each loss is unique with its own path of grieving and someday its own road to comfort and peace. And this is from... Daryl. It says, whatever you need to make things a little easier, whatever it takes to remind you there are others who care. That's just what you wished to Cynthia from Daryl. Okay. Now let's get to the good part. <laughs> okay. Now this is coming from the seven day, uh, from the uh, Tabernacle Praise SDA Church, uh, from the families and the members. And it reads as follows. Uh, Tabernacle Praise SDA Church, 1721 Parker Road, Spanish Lake, Missouri, 63138, Pastor Jonathan B. Fields, Jr. 
I am the resurrection, the truth, and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, ye shall he live, and whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believe this thou. That is uh, John 11, chapter the 25th through the 26th verse. Uh, okay, and this is from the office of the pastor, Jonathan B. Fields, Jr. Dear family of Mr. Booker T. Robinson, it is with deep heartfelt sympathy that the Tabernacle of Praise, SDA Church, pastors, members, and friends extend our love and condolences to you, the Robinson and Phipps family. On the passing of your loved one, Mr. Booker T. Robinson, you can rest assured that we'll be here to lend our support and assistance as needed by the family. We understand this will be a difficult adjustment. And I'm going to go back with that because, you know, like I said, you know, we understand this will. I didn't say might. It will be a difficult adjustment period in our lives. However, just remember that God cares and you are never alone. Uh, Matthew 11, 28 through 30 says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and lean on me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest in your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. In the moments when you are feeling overwhelmed, or you may have a moment of despair, please take time out to read and meditate on the following path of scriptures. Revelations 21 and 4 says, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And I want to go back and reiterate that. It said in God. And even though, you know, we know, we think that family can do it and all that, the word says, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. in knowing that we have a blessed hope in Jesus Christ who is in control of your present life and the life as to follow. We, the Tabernacle of Praise SDA family, believe in the second coming of Christ. We know that Jesus was crucified. However, God resurrected him and gave him the power to resurrect his people. 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 through 17 states, For the Lord himself shall be sin from heaven with a shout and the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first and I'm going to say that one more time the dead in Christ so this is your opportunity if you're not in Christ the, the word says that only the dead in Christ shall rise first then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord. But until then, may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit be with you during your time of sorrow and mourning. Respectfully yours, Pastor Jonathan B. Fields, Pastor, and Sister Brenda Phipps, Church Clerk. Thank you, Sister Clerk, for those condolences. Once again, we come to celebrate the legacy and life 
brother Booker T. Robinson. Now, family, I must be honest with you that in 93 years, it is very difficult to try to encapsulate his entire life in a few minutes. But I want you to know, uh, Brother Booker T. Robinson lived a life that was well lived. Pastor Fields, Pastor Rice, and my father's children, family, and friends. As I began to think about the life of Brother Robinson, I began to contemplate and think, what will I say about him? And I want to say that even though his names were never in lights, even though you never heard his name mentioned throughout the church, I want you to know that Brother Booker T was a legend in his own right, a patriarch. Mm -hmm. uh, he was the patriarch of the Robinson family, and now the patriarchal link from the family chain has been removed. But I want you to know that take courage because the Lord has it. I want to say a few things about Brother Booker. Uh, he was a husband who was well-liked. So what legacy does he have? So glad you asked. Uh, the first legacy is that he was well-loved by his family. He was a son, a husband, a brother, a grandfather, a father-in-law, a relative, a neighbor, a co-worker, a church member, and a friend, and last but not least, the Robinsons family chauffeur. Hmm. Though he drove trucks for a profession, he drove trucks. Uh, Brother Booker was Uber before Uber was. Mm -hmm. Because when you saw Sister Fannie Mae, you saw Booker. Brother, Brother Booker, when you saw Brother Booker, you saw Fannie Mae. And so I want you to know that he was the family Uber driver before Uber came out. I first met Brother Robinson and Sister Robinson in East St. Louis at the uh, Alpha Agape Seven-Day Adventist Church. And what I want you to know is they supported every church in the metropolitan area. Northside, Southside, New Horizon. We even had a ministry, the Bible Chapel in Springfield, Illinois. You couldn't say no to them. You just got to get in the truck, uh, get on the bus, get in on the car, and come on. Because they were evangelists. But you never see that. Uh, <clears throat> you never know that if you didn't know him. Because when he would come to Sabbath school, he would, he would rarely say a word. You wouldn't even know he was there. But once he got outside that church, you make him mad, you'll see Old Testament coming out of him. I want you to know that he wasn't perfect. I'm going to say that one again. Brother Booker wasn't perfect, and just in case we feel sanctimonious today, I want you to know that Romans 3, 23 says, For all have sinned and have come short of the glory of God. James Trussell Adams said it best, There is so much good in the worst of us and so much bad in the best of us. So it behooves any of us not to find fault in the rest of us. Can you say amen this morning? He was a legacy in his own right. The name Booker T can be seen and 
found at random. So I want you to know not only was there a legend in his own right, his name is a legend in his own right. So I had to do a little research. I said, let me find some Booker T's. Oh. There's Booker T. Washington, educator, author, and poet. There's Booker T. Jones, a songwriter. There's Booker T. Hustman, men. They call him Booker T. on WWE. Oh, you get that. There's Booker T. Lowry. He was a boogie-woogie musician. Booker T. Watley, he was a professor of agriculture at Tuskegee University. Then there was Booker T. Robinson Sr., daddy. And last but not least, there was Booker T. Rice, pastor, community activist. Poet, the poet Henry Wadsworth Longfellow once wrote, in life a man is either an anvil or he's a hammer. He's either molder of society or he's being molded by society. And I want you to know that Brother Booker was a molder of society. He was known for his trucks. He would buy trucks every time. I don't know about you. When I would see him, he had more trucks than I wore socks. Because every time you see him, he had a new truck. The family members know what I'm talking about. You couldn't keep up. But last but not least, I want you to know he's a legacy, or he was a legacy in his own right in the scriptures. For the scripture says in Psalms 90, verse 10, the days of our years are three score and ten. A score is 20. Three times 20 is 60 plus 10, that's 70. And four scores, that's 80. He was even a, a giant, a legend in his own right there. So I didn't come to mourn the life of Booker T. Robinson. I've come to celebrate his life. So teach us to number our days that we might apply our hearts unto wisdom. So I, I was promised not to say as I take my seat, but I'm closing after this. Teach us to number our days. I want to let you know that we all have an appointment. The Bible says it is appointed unto man once to die, and after that, the judgment. But I want to thank you, Lord, for those 93 years that I got a chance to be with Brother Booker, our father-in-law. I want you to know 90 years is a long time here. It's 1,116 months, 4,836 weeks, 33,945 days, 814,680 hours, 48,880,000 minutes, and 2,932,848 seconds. Somebody get a Lord of Grace, Captain. A family of four was driving, a family of four was traveling in the countryside, one hot summer day with its windows rolled down when all of a sudden a bumblebee flew in the window. The kids immediately seized the bumblebee and cried out, Father, Father, there's a bumblebee in the car. The father reaches over, grabs the bumblebee and grasped in pain, but he soon released that bumblebee. The children see the bumblebee again and said, Father, there it is again. And the daddy said, don't worry about the children. 
it's all right because I have this stinger in my hand. And that's why I want to tell you this morning, family, don't worry. God got his stinger. God got a book of stinger in his hand. granddaughter of Mr. Booker T. Robinson. I've known him, I'm 51, but as long as my little brain could remember, that's my granddaddy for 51 years of my life. This is the first sign that he's no longer going to be on this earth, that he'll be known as my grandfather on this earth, but I'll always carry his love in my heart and the love he had for his family. And I know that I'll see him again one day. So I'm gonna leave you all with this because we, the grandchildren, the great grandchildren, know that we have hope. First Thessalonians 4, 13 through 14 says, but we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about those who have died so that you may not grieve as others do and have no hope. Because we do have hope. Even though we shed tears, we have hope. We know we're going to see our granddaddy again. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, and even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have died. So we have that hope. Real quick, a week before my grandfather passed, we noticed some change in him. Three weeks prior to his death, he was able to stay home alone, but we noticed some things. And me doing hospice for 12 plus some years, I knew that the time was coming. So I asked him one day, a week before he passed, I said, Granddaddy, I want you to pray with me. I want you to say, God, forgive me of my sins. He said, God, forgive me of my sins. I said, and tell him that you love him. He said, I love you. And I said, tell him that you want to see him again one day. He paused. I was waiting. No, I don't think I'm ready to say that right now. I said, Granddaddy, I didn't mean it like that. But I just, you know, so it was funny. He had a sense of humor and everything. So um, just wanted to let you all know that we're, we thank you for coming. And he meant the world to us. And he was Uber before Uber came. When I was away at Academy at Sunnydale, he would drive through snow, blizzards. Fannie Mae would tell him, come on, Booker. You can make it. Come on, we got to go see Netta. And they would make it, and they would come and see me. So he was chauffeured my grandmother all her life. She never drove. 
he did everything he had for his family, everything he could. So he's our granddaddy. I used to call him Big Daddy because she was Big Mama. So he'll forever be in my heart. Thank you. I just want to thank my parents for opening up their doors to both my grandmother and my Amen. grandfather. Y'all are the real keys. I miss my grandmother and my grandfather so much. Y'all, I'm just heartbroken right now. I can't do it. I watched both of them depart this earth. And it's a memory I can't get out of my head. I just feel so helpless because I knew they had to go. And I knew it would be selfish of me to try to keep them here because they wouldn't want to live not knowing who we were. So, yeah, I just pray for my strength. Good morning. My name is Kelsey. I am Booker T's great, fourth great-grandchild, but to me he was known as my granddaddy. Um, I had many memories with my grandpa, but my favorite is when he took me and my older cousin Skylar to Lee's Chicken on 5th Street all the time, every day in the summer. And we would laugh and talk, and he would always make fun of me because I didn't know how to clean the bone on the chicken. So he would always tell Skylar, look at that guy, look at all that meat on that chicken. And I'm truly gonna miss the random tens and twenty dollars he would always give me every time he saw me. And I just really am gonna miss him and I love our relationship that we have with each other and I love his sense of humor and how he wasn't afraid to tell you right before your face. <laughs> and I will always be his baby. Um, I wanna leave you all with a word from John chapter 16, verses 33, it says, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Until we meet again. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm glad I didn't have to follow up my uncle after that, because that was amazing, uncle. Uh, you did that. You did that. Uh, my name is Keon. Some of y'all know me as Alvin. Um, I'm a great-grandchild. And I need y'all to picture with me, okay? So I'm going to bring y'all to our world for a little bit. So it's just an ordinary day. You will always find my papa sitting inside his chair. TV watching him. He ain't sleep though. He just tinkering on something. You know, hey, Papa, how you doing? I think I'm doing pretty good to be an old man. Yeah, you is, Papa. That's just an ordinary day for us. So I come in there, see what he needs, go back out. No more than 30 seconds. Cynthia! Kim! <laughs> All throughout the house, we like, yes, Papa. I ain't call you. <laughs> 
Okay, that's all right, Father. That's all right. It always amazed me how even with dementia, before his later stages, that happened very quickly. He knew how to provoke a response quickly. Because when he called our name like that, we think it's something wrong. I mean, it's, it's, it's very urgent. So we, we showing up very quickly. My papa was intelligent. He was wise. He was a cunning man. You couldn't get anything over on him. I remember back in my days when I was a little younger and I was a little kind man. I couldn't go to him and try to play him because he'd be like, that don't sound right. You know what I'm saying? He'd slow me down. He could speak to anyone. He would go to any place and have you laughing and make you feel welcome. He's just a great man. And when I look at the type of man I want to become in my later years of life, it has to be like that man. If I can get 25% of what he has, a man where all his children are there for him, a man that loves his children, a man that was by his wife's side to the last day, and that's a fact. He loved my granny. What? 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 What he contributed was love, was financial. I messed up so many times in life. My papa got to see me be sober. One of those beloved trucks that my uncle was talking about, I wrecked that truck from drinking. And my papa did not turn his back on me. He looked at me and he said, vehicles can be bought again, but I'm just happy that you were here. <laughs> he, was the, he was the father. He was my father, man. He was my father. And I know what unconditional love is because of him. And I can never turn my back on family members that mess up in life because my papa loved me. And I just want to say that we all are cut from different cloths and you don't know what people are dealing with. So if your people need a second chance in life, please just love them. Do not harden your heart because his love brought me to a better place. And I said, I'm going to make it for you. And I did. And I'm so happy I did. A man like him is rare. You do not see many men like him. He did an outstanding job, and I thank God that we had him in our life. And I know this is not goodbye. This is just until we meet again. Thank you, God. Thank you all. How y'all doing? My name is Ajay. Um, um, this is my, my grandfather. I'm his, his first grandchild, besides my cousin Essence. Uh, uh, if y'all know my papa, y'all know he is, he's, he off the chain. So y'all know where I get it from. <laughs> but uh, 
I just remember, you know, just remember the good times that we shared. He is, he took care of his family. I'm sorry, y'all. This is my first time crying. Let it out yet. Um, but he took care of us. He was him and my grandma Fannie Mae was the backbone for everybody. You know, as well as my grandma and my grandfather. But them two, like, it didn't matter. Like, I used to be in prison, and I called my, my, my grandpa, I don't know, Bookie didn't know how to work the, the cash out. I called my brother, like, hey, Kim, man, look, I need some money. I didn't ask everybody this week. Yeah, it's Papa Booker. I know he ain't going to tell me no. He was like, Papa Booker, I just said she needs some money on the, phone, on, the, on the books or whatever. Damn, I ain't got it right now. But I, I send it. <laughs> okay, can I get the phone and send the cash out? He'll send the cash out for me. You know, he'll come pick me up. I remember he used to pick me up from, from school all the time. Take us like, like, take us like Kelsey said, the Lee's Chicken. That was our favorite spot, Lee's and Beasley. We'll go across the water to the fish spot. Last time I seen him, it's funny. Last time I seen him, um, I mean, I seen him before then, I had my hair cut. It's been cut. And he told me, he said, Jay, you looking like a boy. My hair sh cut short like that. I said, Papa, you didn't see me for years. But it's been short like this for years now. It's not, it has not changed. Well, you sure look clean, though. But, you, but I, I mean, but is that a compliment? Like, why does got a butcher to compliment? <laughs> Man, he go. He gonna tell it how it is, and I'm, I mean, I'm gonna miss him. I'm gonna miss going over there and him rambling in that closet, and I'm in the other room. He going off on me. You don't tell me what to do. Pop, I'm just saying, I'm trying to sleep. Please, let's keep it down a little bit. But he a good man, and I, I mean, I love him. I appreciate everybody who came out for him, and I know he impacted everybody in here. If you met him, came across him, he impacted your life one way or the other. And, you know, I just pray that he continue to watch over all of us and, you know, guide me on the way that I should go. Thank y'all. so much. He, I don't understand how much he done for us. I do not understand. I remember I was in school, in high school, and I could not pass my Spanish class for some odd reason. And my mama got an email from my teacher saying that I didn't complete my homework or something. So my granddaddy got mad and was like, she don't want to learn no Spanish. She don't want to hear them people saying, gur, 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 gur. <laughs> So my mama had took my phone. And granddaddy always was obsessed with like handling phones because he was the carrier of our phone bill. He said, you know what, Cindy? That's all right, because if you take that phone, I'm gonna go back up there and, uh, and get her another one. And he made sure he did just that. <laughs> but I'm just gonna miss him so much. Um, him, <laughs> him, and, him telling me that I'm almost 300 pounds. <laughs> 
him calling me big. <laughs> I'm just gonna miss his sense of humor so much. My granddaddy was well loved and he loved us to the fullest. That man, I mean, he did everything for us. <sighs> this is not a goodbye granddaddy, but it's most definitely a see you later. My granddaddy, like Janelle was saying, you know, we're the oldest, she's the oldest, I'm the oldest grandson, and I'll be 51 next month, and uh, Booker has been the grandfather that we've known, and, you know, it's, it's hard when you have to sit and try to, like our Uncle Mama said, try to recap everybody's leg, or someone's legacy within minutes to an hour of a service, but what I'm most grateful for was a few things with granddaddy. Um, the main thing is that he loved our grandmother. And although she would talk about being the head, and there was times granddaddy was the head because he did what the head of the family was supposed to do. But what he would do at times, he would yield to grandmama and allow her to be the head. But what I'm gonna tell you what my grandfather taught, taught me him being a teacher, me being his student, what he taught was that when it mattered the most, yeah. as a man, you show up. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you something, nowadays you have men that only wants to show up when things are good or they don't show up at all, right? Mm -hmm. But my grandfather was the type that no matter how bad the situation was, he would show up. And my fondest memory of him was years, years ago when in my religious days, that I was ordained as a deacon. Mm -hmm. And him, my grandmother, Uncle Marvin, Zanette, Keon, Ajay, tried with all the way from St. Louis to Bowling Green to be a part of that service. 
And they had asked me about, hey, you have a picture of your granddaddy. And I'm like, I don't have a recent one. Years ago, this was 2001, I believe it was. The photo I came across was my grandfather and my uncle as I'm kneeled down being ordained with their hands laid upon me as they did the prayer. And that right there is something that I would cherish the most. And I'm thankful for his legacy, which has inspired me myself to want to have a legacy for my family. And I'm thankful, you know, when you talk about a man of his own right, he never, he didn't meet him, Mm -hmm. but my grandfather was so, and I'm gonna use the word, and I know we're in church, but I'm gonna use the word, he was so gangster that he lived long enough where my first two grandsons were born. And I was able to hold them in my hands. So I'm thankful for that and for Keon and our family. And if you take a look, look around, how many families you know that could have the grandchildren, the great-grandchildren, the great-great-grandchildren be able to talk great things about a man of their life. So we pray and we ask that you pray for us. Like we all say, this is not goodbye. This is to be continued. And you pray our strength in the Lord. Amen. At this time, I'd like to call up my brothers and sisters, my childhood friends to come help me with this number, please. Amen. Glory to God. In all things, give God glory. And that's, I'm sad, but I'm going to look at this thing a different way. 93 years is a long time to live, you know. God is good. Many people are not seeing that age, especially my generation. And I just want to thank my parents again for extending such wonderful care to my grandfather. I appreciate it. And my grandmother, I appreciate it. Um, I work in a nursing home, uh, many of them all my life, pretty much, since I was 16. And people just don't treat the elderly good anymore. But God is good. He gave our family the strength to do it. For several, several years, he's given my boyfriend the strength to do it for his parents, and I just give God all the glory, and I thank him for the strength. But I do want y'all to know, brothers and sisters, family and friends, that there will be a better day after a while.
there will be a better day after a while as we continue with our celebration of life of Brother Booker T. Robinson. We want to invite up those family and friends who like to have special remarks. And we want to be mindful of the two minutes that the family is requesting in the program. I know, I know this is a very challenging time for us pastors because we have family members that want to show their strength and pull rank. But we want to ask you as much as possible to please stay within the two minutes. I know it was stated already that it's hard to sum up 80, 90 plus years in just two minutes. I get that. But we do have a schedule that we want to keep. So we do ask, please, two minutes. Amen. Good morning. Good morning, out of the great men on this stage tonight, from the old to the young, to the pastor of this church. Uncle Marv, you couldn't have said it better. But I want to take y'all back. I want to take y'all back. When I was a little girl, and Uncle Booker and Fat May was Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde showed up at everything. Bonnie and Clyde showed up when I was having a baby. Mariah, and they showed up, and I was in the hospital, and they was going to let me die. But Fat Man and Bonnie and Clyde, they rushed through the hospital. The doctor said, who is that? She said, I'm, that's my niece in there, and you're going to do what you're supposed to do. You're going to take that baby right now. When I woke up, I had stitches everywhere, but they took the baby. And I just want to say, family, cousins, Y'all was blessed. Y'all was blessed. Y'all had the time to be blessed. My parents left a long time ago. But God blessed y'all when Uncle Booker and Femme, they took care of me first, then passed it on to y'all. But I want to tell y'all, now you got to pray that these two people that are sitting in this front seat, Bob and Cynthia, pray that they live the journey that the time, and get them 94 years, because you're going to need some more love. I want to tell you, Cynthia, God been good to us, because he gave us the torch to take care of our people, and we have done a good job. A job well done, Cynthia Phipps, Cynthia Phipps Robinson. A job well done, Cynthia Phipps Robinson. When you get ready to cry, cry of joy or tears, because you've done your job. Now you got to wait on God to do the rest. You got to ask God to be, send you the soldiers to take care of you like you done took care of everybody else. Don't cry because God gave you 94 years with your parents. He gave you 94 good years. So let these be your best years. Enjoy the rest of your life. Take care of the man that's sitting next to you, the king that's sitting next to you, and y'all hold on to each other through it all. And I thank you and I love you to my family. Every time I get down sick, that man up there, he say, not my child. He say, I don't care what you do, Miss Sweet Tooth. I got you. I was down sick the other day, and, and God sent the an angel. 
He tapped me on my shoulder. He said, get on up out that bed. Get off that couch because you got some more work to do. And I got some work to do because I'm going to keep these young generation together because we got to keep this young generation together. We got to be like Bonnie and Clyde was. I love you. My cousin Kelly called me to tell me about the passing of Uncle Booker. And she said, I understand, cuz, because I live in Atlanta now, if you can't make it. And I got off the phone with her, and I'm like, oh, I don't know what she mean by I can't make it. I'm making it to that funeral. Because guess what? If I can come down here for a birthday party, weddings, I'm coming to Uncle Booker's funeral because he made a huge positive impact on my life. Yeah. Uncle Booker, he, like the pastor said, he said, golden heart. And like Uncle said over here, he said, Uber. And then like Kelsey said, she said food. Well, I have all those memories with my Uncle Booker because he had a golden heart because me and Zanette, we were inseparable as kids. And he made sure he got me every weekend to spend time with Zanette. And when he picked me up, he didn't treat me like I was his niece. I was his niece from marriage, but he treated me like I was his granddaughter. What he gave her, he gave me. He snuck money in her hands, he snuck me the same, same amount of money he gave her. And when I say Uber, he took us all around where we want to go. We had, we had, we pull, tried to pull tricks on him and tell him we wanted to go to the, to the uh, animal house. He said, what kind of animal house this time of night? <laughs> but it was like a little dance place that called the animal house. But he drove us everywhere we wanted to go, skating everywhere. He took us there. So, I mean, and, and when it come to food, he took us to the smorgasbord. So I had great memories with him. And my last memory I'm going to leave with you is we were driving back from Atlanta, me and uh, cousin Cynthia and Uncle Booker was driving back from Atlanta. And he was like, it was the longest trip for me because he kept on popping his head up in the front seat, talking about, slow this car down and quit driving so fast. I said, Uncle Book, I'm not driving fast. Yes, you is. I know I drove trucks for a living, and I know you're driving fast. And I couldn't get to St. Louis fast enough. And when we got to St. Louis, we pulled up in Cindy's house, and I couldn't wait to get him out the car. I got him, opened up the door, and he got out the car, and he handed me $20 in my hand. And he said, you a good driver. <laughs> Thank you for getting me back safe. And I love you. And I just remember those memories that will last a lifetime. Thank you, Uncle Booker, for everything you've done for me. Amen. Bonnie and Clyde. Does everybody need to have a Bonnie and Clyde? Amen. Amen. At this time, we're going to invite up Sister Beverly Anderson Stewart to come and bless us in song. Following her, we'll have our eulogy by Dr. Pastor B.T. Rice. Prepare your hearts for the word. One minute. This is my family. And as I look at Cynthia Robinson, I call her touched by an angel. So we call her touched. I just want to let you know, Cynthia, that we love you. How you took care of your mother and your father and your sister and your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren to come. So we just want to celebrate your life today. And Bob has been right there by your side. Whatever you wanted to do, he just kind of hung in there with you. So we just thank you also, Bob, for everything that you've done for this family. Dealing with Cindy with a spoiled self. Dealing with Kelly with a spoiled self. Dealing with Zanette with her spoiled self. And all those spoiled grandchildren. And I told Kelly after she sat down, I said, yeah, yeah. I'm, I used to make them get up and sing. 
Kelly and Cindy, believe it or not. But here today we're celebrating. We shall behold him. The sky shall unfold Preparing his entrust
family, Cynthia, Maine, others. Um, there's not very often when I am speechless. Um, the 
sister said it right. We go way back, not only with the Robinson family, and the Phipps family, Sister Phipps, going back to Taylor and Bread, right? Soloist, and she couldn't sing a lick. <laughs> we were out in Kenlock. Was the organist for Christ? We used to play for me in tent meetings. Weather would be 90, 95 degrees. And Sweat would just be pouring off of him down on the keyboard. I'd feel so sorry for him. To the first lady of this house, we've been close to that family, Crystal Cathedral, I call her. And so many, so many here. Been in their lives through the years. Robert, when he was just a little boy, I think I blessed him. The Harris family blessed. Um, Yvette reminded me that I used to call her Elaine. I didn't mean no harm. And so it sort of speechless and then when they were saying you know you get chills and I need a little time to get over the chills of this that you um, uh, Roderick uh, Eleanor's son uh, came up and spoke to me I had no idea who he was <laughs> I remember when I blessed him Say all that to say somebody's getting old in this house. <laughs> um, I think this is, might get the name wrong, but we went to Sunnydale. Yeah, Jeanette, and got in a car accident. Mm. And went all the way to Sunnydale to be with her in the hospital. Say all that to say that God has a way of keeping his family together. And this business of preacher going here, preacher going there, it's important that we have that link that we always can call upon. And I feel close to this family and this family obviously feels close to me and all of these families and what a joy and a privilege it is of mine to be here to serve. That's what the Lord called us to do. Right. He called us to serve others. <laughs> and that's what I, I try to do, but I couldn't help but to look over and think of so many memories that goes back sister was killed. It just, um, uh, my mind just, and I saw um, a young lady on the end 
uh, that was singing um, um, Anita, Renita, Anita, it's all the same. Wow, that's been a long time since we're a long time. Man, I'm glad to see you. Uh, and we'd have our barn fires at our church for several years. And uh, man would bring the, the, they told me to call him Maine, not man, Maine. <laughs> and he would bring the wagon and the hay and the tractor. And I'd say, now, Maine, how much do we owe you? He said, not a dime. He said, didn't make a dime. Wow. And then, of course, Brother Booker, it's already been pointed out, but nobody pointed out that not only is he Booker T, and I'm Booker T, but he's Booker T. Jr. And I'm Booker T. Jr. So, Elder Goodridge, you didn't cover all of that. All those, all those other Bookers you named, I have a distinction with him. That, the Lord giveth. The Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He is the life giver. Make no mistake about it. We all derive from him. We can be our various races and various cultures and Rather, various ethnicities and ethnicities. We can be all of that, but the bottom line is that he created us in his own image, and then he did for us what he didn't do for cows and goats and sheep and dogs. He breathed into our nostrils the breath of life we became living souls. We ought to give a good hearty amen just for that alone. He's the life giver. He's not only the life giver, he's the life sustainer. You may be a good driver and you may be all of that, but the bottom line is that God has sustained you. He's a sustaining God. And all that we have and all that we ever hope to be, we, uh, you got it. You helped me preach. We owe it all to him. We should never forget that. We, 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 we give praise to others. We give uh, adorations to others. But God sustains. Not only did he wake you up this morning, but he gave you the ability to get up. You just didn't wake up. He, he, 
He let you get up. Some of us got up with, uh, with walkers huh? and canes. Yeah, but we got up. Some of us have special shoes on. Some of us have to have folk to hold us up by the arm. But we got up. Somebody said we got up. And all glory and honor goes to him. He gave us life. Don't forget that. Then he sustains us. He's sovereign. Well, he can do everything, but I can tell you a couple things that he can't do. Number one, here's the thing he can't do. Huh? Huh? These, these are some things that, 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 that he, he does not know. This is something he doesn't know. Yeah. He alone can make a saint out of a sinner. No, no Nobody else can do that. He can make a saint out of a sinner. He also knows that no sinner can save himself. Can't save himself. And so we give him honor and glory for the gift. And then, of course, times like these, it just hurt my heart to see Cynthia and the family, the emotions. This is the grief. This is the grief, you know. 93 years, this is the grief. Elder talked about how he was the driver. You know, I remember he told me about he was driving truck, and he told me one time he drinks a gallon of water a day. And I used to question that. I said, now, wait a minute, brother, a whole gallon of water a day? Yeah, he said, uh, I drink a whole gallon of water. Thought well, if he said he drank a whole gallon, <laughs> then surely he did. But we go through grief, right? We go through the grief times. It was a sorrow times. It was times of sorrow when when we lost Sister Book, uh, Sister Robinson. It was a hard time. Her and my mother were very close friends, and um, and you're right. She 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 didn't identify church. Wherever the gospel was being preached, that's where she wanted to be. It didn't, didn't make her any difference what church it was. It, if it's the gospel, the truth, then that's where I want to be. And so it's in, and Brooke supported her and supported him. He too was blessed by the attendance of tent meetings. and evangel- I saw it in the program. Evangelistic meeting. Wherever it was, we go. But now we suffer the grief through the grief. You know, God, he gave us the gift. And now we're going through the grief. I'm not, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you like uh, Marilyn Monroe told her fifth husband, I'm not going to keep you long. We go, we go, we go. He he, he provided for us the gift. Now we're going through the grief, right? 
The Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away, but blessed be the name of the Lord. Somebody say blessed. blessed. That's the glory. I heard him say it many times. One day he that will come shall come. Oh, that will be glorious indeed. What a wonderful time. But there are prerequisites to it. Because everybody talking about heaven ain't going there. Right? And, and the Sabbath school lesson points out. Somebody say Sabbath school lesson. Some of the saints done forgot all about the Sabbath school lesson. But the Sabbath school lesson points out, right, makes it very clear to us that even some of our leaders, even some of our church members have to be careful, right, that we don't take it upon ourselves as if we are the ones that provide it. It is all provided by him. And we must always remember that everything we are and everything we hope to be, we owe it all to him. Yeah. Songwriter says, oh, that will be glory for me. When by his face, grace, we shall look on his face. So I want to leave with the family that glory day is coming. Turn to somebody and say, glory day is coming. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm looking forward to it. We, 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 we had tragedy in our church just last week, and then there was a service the week before, and it's just over and over and over. I'm looking for glory day to come. Right? We're not going to know ourselves by the way we look. Huh? What did the old slave writer say? She said, one day I looked at my hands and they looked new. And her husband said, well, I looked at my feet and they did too. We'll be changed. We won't have eyeglasses. We won't have walkers. We'll be changed. We'll be able to gather around the throne of Oh, what glory that will be. And so I say to the family, don't sorrow like you don't have hope. You know, you can take a person's money, you can take their wealth, they can take their possessions, but when a person loses hope, they're gone, right? Somebody said that the, the Doctor told, told great grandmama. Doctor told him that you have five weeks to live. First of all, ain't no doctor smart enough to tell you. Can I get a witness? Ain't no doctor smart enough to tell you when you're gonna die, right? It's in the hands of the Almighty God, right? And so the point that I'm making is that that when when that day comes, God will call His children. About you, but I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of that. So keep your hope. What did Jesse Jackson keep hope alive? Don't 
let it go, keep hope alive. Even if we don't see each other down here, we'll see each other in the God bless you, Cynthia and Cindy and the whole family, the whole group. You know I, I might mix your name up a little bit, but you know I know you. You know I know you. Don't, and when you see me, man, don't act like you don't know me. You see me out there and say, I know him. I know him. And I'll know you as well. Anybody out there love the Lord? Christ, just give me one verse of when all my labors and trials are o'er, and I am safe on that beautiful shore, just to be near, I see this many folk awaiting on me, no, they must have a schedule, y'all got a schedule, are we well over the schedule, mm -hmm. <laughs> don't blame it on me, I, yeah, yeah, they always want to cut the preachers short, right? Y'all got up and said everything you wanted to say, and then when the preacher gets up, they send a note and say, we got to be in. So, okay, all right, so we can go. And I just want to sing one stanza of that. Oh, that will be blessed. You, you got it in there for Christ? Y'all ain't got the hymn right. Preacher, y'all ain't got no hymn. in there because I've sung it many times. Just start singing. Huh? When all my labors and trials are o'er and I am safe on that beautiful shore just to be near the dear Lord I adore will through the ages be glory for me. Help me with it. Oh, that will be glory for me. Oh, that will be glory for me. When by his grace I shall look on his face, that will be glory, be glory for me.
He that overcometh shall inherit all things. With the help of the Lord, you can make it. Oh, he that overcometh, yeah, he that overcometh. Oh, <laughs> 
upon his face just to sing forever of his saving grace on the sea of glory oh let me lift let me lift my voice yes oh to rejoice oh I long to see him look upon his face there to see forever of his saving grace hey on the streets of glory Love me, yeah, I'm safe. 
Jesus. Oh, just how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. It's because first love me. help me sing soon and very soon we are gone to see the king hallelujah hallelujah we're gone to see I said soon and very soon we are gone to see it won't be long now soon and very soon we are gone to see the king hang on soon and very soon we are gone to see the king hallelujah hallelujah we're gone to see no more crying there we are gone to see the oh no more crying there we are gone to see help me sing it church no more crying there we are gone to see the king hallelujah hallelujah we're gone the king no more dying there no more dying there we are gone to see sing church no more dying there we are gone to see 
Help me, Lord, now no more dying bed. We are going to see. that you will report immediately to your cars and turn your headlights and flashes on so that we can travel safely to the cemetery and a member of our staff will come to you and give you the stickers that need to be placed in your windshield so that persons on the highway will recognize they were a part of the procession and give us the courtesy and respect necessary for us to travel safely to Lake Charles Cemetery. To those family and friends who will not be joining us in the procession, on behalf of the Robinson family, we want to acknowledge your presence here today and thank you for all your prayers and many acts of kindness that you extended to them, letting you know that no act of kindness has been so small that it has gone unnoticed. We want to make certain that we say thank you because we do live in a world where people are no longer kind. We're going to dismiss from the sanctuary, and we want to ask that you please do not visit with the family. Do not detain them because we do have an appointment that we have to be at the cemetery so that we can have the final rites and committal services for Mr. Booker T on today. But again, on behalf of the family, we want to thank you so very much for your presence and your prayers in this wonderful celebration of life. If I could have the six gentlemen who will be serving as my pallbearers, would you please come and stand here with me? Pallbearers. The earth is the Lord's and all its fullness, the world and those who dwell therein, for he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Woe to my ascendance ascends unto the hills of the Lord, or who may stand in his holy place. He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol nor sworn deceitfully he shall receive he shall receive blessings from the Lord Amen
church say amen. Let the church say amen. God has spoken. Let the church say amen. Ooh, let the church say amen. Let the church say amen God has spoken let the church say